Call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Okay, episode eight. We had a difficult time coming up with the title for uh, this uh, particular uh, episode. It is going to be uh, pretty Logan-centric, because uh, Logan just came out this last week, and we both saw it individually. We did. Together. Yeah, this Um, is the uh, 10 Minutes from Hell podcast, and I'm Doug. And I'm Steve. Interference already. The lines have been tapped by the CIA. Oh, boy. Because they're really interested in what we have to say. Yeah, they just said that on the news uh, just yesterday, actually, WikiLeaks uh, just uh, let everybody know that the CIA has the capability of tapping our smartphones and our smart TVs and our smart toasters and uh, anything that's connected to the Internet, evidently. Uh, the CIA can uh, can tap. That's what we found out. Which, if you've watched any Mission Impossible things or any kind of spy anything, I thought yeah. we all just kind of assumed that that's what they were doing all the time. Like I, I wasn't even like surprised. I'm like, really? Oh, they're tapping yeah. the TVs. Oh, okay, sure. I figured that was what's <laughs> going on for a really long time. Like I didn't yeah. even. So now they're just confirming it, I guess. That yes, it's yeah. true. We have been we have been paying attention to what you've been watching and uh what you've been listening to and uh what you've been talking about. And it bored the crap out of us. That's what that was their, <laughs> that was their big their big takeaway. You are all boring. We don't want to <laughs> listen anymore. This is ridiculous. You guys spend hours and hours talking about The Walking Dead. It's stupid. <laughs> you guys you guys write thousands and thousands of comments on boards all across the country about why the comic book is better. We've had enough. <laughs> that's what that's what the CIA that's what the CIA said. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Official. It's official. So the name of this episode is, this is what we decided on. It's going to be Spoiler, Logan, Spoiler, Spoiler, Spoiler. Because we're going to spoil the shit out of Logan. <laughs> so, if you, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, which we're assuming people who listen to our podcast, I would hope you've seen it by now. It's been a week. Come on, get on it. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we just wanted to make sure everybody knew that going in, we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, maybe wait to listen to this one. Come back to it later um, after you've seen the movie. And, uh, wow, let's just get into it right away. Um, let's do it. So we have not actually talked about it. But no. We did send I mean, each other uh, text messages after. Yeah. So I, I think I know where you stand. You know where I stand. Yeah. Um, you, you go ahead and start. Do this. What do you think? Yeah, because I, you know, I wrote an article on the site 
and uh, we had we had you know like you said texted beforehand, and uh, my general impressions of it were positive. I mean, I I liked most of what happened in the movie. I thought the tone was great. I thought the cinematography was great. The acting was great. Special effects. I mean, it it all worked really well for me, and it it, it felt like a standalone comic in the sense that it was in a, you know, a future that we've never seen before. It um, took the characters in a slightly different direction that, than you may have expected. Uh, it was of course, incredibly violent. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like, uh, you know, when Marvel used to do the max series where it was, Something that wasn't quite in the mainstream was a little more darker, a little more adult oriented, and uh, it felt really good. I mean, I thought that that worked really well. The problems, I think, came into the third act, which, if you read the article, you uh, you, you know act. what. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! And that's um, that's when stuff started to fall apart for me, and and some of it came when we were you know, texting each other, and I was thinking, actually thinking about the movie. Other things, I was actually thinking in the theater, going, okay, what's happening? Why isn't something happening when <laughs> it's not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I, I think the tone was really awesome. Uh, I like the idea of uh, a very adult uh, Wolverine movie. Was it necessary? Maybe not. I mean, there yeah. was a lot of, it was a lot of gore. I mean, I, I mean, like a lot of like very graphic depictions of you know claws being stuck into people. Um, I don't know if I need that. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I I like you know the the rage and everything, but he had the rage in the other movies too. And it, it, I don't know if the R rating was necessary. There was a whole lot of uh, f bombs being thrown around. Um, I'm not even gonna yeah. say them. Because you know whatever, um, <laughs> because it was it was like every other word sometimes when you know when we'd have you know uh, uh, some conversations. I understand that you know there's a market for the R-rated superhero thing. I just don't want yeah. them to make uh, superhero movies now rated R just for the sake of being rated R. You know, right. like okay, well, now we're just going to push it just a little bit further to give it an R. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I that's wanna, exactly I wanna, the problem. Wanna... That's that's what I was afraid of when Deadpool did so well. I mean, I think Deadpool worked, but yeah, at, at the same time, I don't think Deadpool is a character that needed to be rated R. I think a lot of the humor in the Deadpool comics comes from the fact that he has to be censored, and they they play with that fourth wall, and they you know they they dance around it, which makes it more creative. And yeah, when I heard that Logan was going to be rated R, I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're going to show him actually slice people up or whatever. But, yeah. and, you know, it was kind of cool, but at the same time, I, no, I don't think it was necessary. It, it, uh, I don't know. I said in the article, it's kind of like the junior hire who, you know, just starts swearing because it makes him feel more adult. It doesn't make you more adult. I mean, no. I think a good example of an R-rated superhero movie was Watchmen, and that was due primarily to the content. I mean, it's a it's a deep, dark, involved story with a lot of maturity, and there's yeah. content that 
that needs to be rated R and, and it works for the story and it works right. for the movie and I'm all for it. But when, when Fox is just saying, we're just going to make this rated R because it's going to make us more money. That's they're missing the point. They're just completely missing yeah. the point. And, and I, I appreciated the fact that they made it a movie that wasn't encouraging kids to go see it because it's not for kids. It's not a kid's movie at all. Uh, no, kids and I think gonna, the kids are going to see it. Uh, yeah, but and they, oh, um, they want to so bad. My boys are like, just, they want to see it so oh, bad. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Um, but it was very emotional uh, yeah, for, yeah. for my son. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll spoil the ending right now. I mean, you know, when, should I just say it? When, 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 when Wolverine dies at the end, he was very, very upset about it. I mean, he was crying, um, which I was like, really? This is like making you that upset? You know, it's like, I mean, because I felt nothing. Yeah. Like, I felt, I felt nothing. nothing. I was like, how could I not feel anything? Like, I, nothing. Yeah, not but, a thing, yeah. you know? I think it was because it was so, the way he died was so, like, I, I guess, ambiguous. Because it was yeah. kind of like that. I was thinking to myself, "Is he really dead? Is that how they killed him?" Yeah. Because and that's what we and, we, and that's what we really got to talk about is this yeah. is the problem with the, the third act, I and mean, we're jumping right ahead. But if you've seen the movie, I mean, doesn't matter. Um, this was my big big problem is that they they alluded to the fact that uh, in the future. Uh, Logan has aged, um, and it's about 12 years in the future. And they don't come right and say it, but they, they are alluding to the fact that the admantium skeleton that's inside his body is, is poisoning him to the point where, and it doesn't, again, doesn't even explain this, but that his healing ability has slowed down. It's not as quick as it used to be. And so he doesn't heal from wounds as quickly. But he still has the healing ability. It hasn't gone away. Right. And it's only 12 uh, years. I mean, he's been alive yeah. since the 1800s. I know. <laughs> and that's another fault, is that, you know, it's like, we've never really known his age, and now it's like all of a sudden 12 years is what's going to put the, the, the strain on him, like this last 12 years. Um, and I know there was, they, they tried to do a subplot with, like, something with the corn, the super corn that the company was growing was you know making uh, mutant abilities you know it was recessing mutant abilities so that there was no more mutants being born and maybe that has something to do with it but I don't think oh, it was so clear enough that. yeah I yeah, didn't know that at all I didn't know that at all how did you how did, where, where did you even get that it was, was like in a quick conversation no it was a quick conversation with uh, Richard Grant you know the doctor guy oh and when, oh, when uh, he was talking to uh, the ER guy, the uh, Eric LaSalle or whatever his name was, you know, the, the oh, kindly yeah. farmer, the kindly right. farmer who was talking about the, you know, the corn being, uh, you know, they're showing a big combine or whatever. He was talking about the, uh, the corn that, you know, was going oh. into sugar, sugary drinks and all that stuff. Oh, good catch. I didn't get that at all. I missed that. Um, well, it, oh, it was the uh, the nurse's the YouTube video too that was talking about why there was no more mutants and that they had you know they started to make their own mutants as a weapon. 
Oh yeah, and that's why they, they didn't want any other any other mutants. So they wanted to have yeah. their own their own brand of mutants. Yeah. Because they were yeah. making their own children weapons, which which we'll talk about later. Because then that's another problem I had. Okay, so Wolverine dies at the end when he gets in his final battle with his young Wolverine self, um, X twenty four as they're calling him. Yeah, I don't even get that. Yeah. But um, so there's a young Wolverine who's a clone of Wolverine, and there's also another younger Wolverine that's X twenty three, and she also is a clone. But she's a girl yeah. clone. Um, yeah. But then they have... The, she just has some of the same DNA, or she has the same DNA, but not the right chromosomes or you know, whatever. And so this new, younger uh, Wolverine, the X-24, he is a direct clone of Logan, because he looks yeah, just but, like him. But he wasn't, he wasn't given time. Like, the kids were, were given time to, to grow as as normal humans, whereas X-24 was just grown quickly in a lab and not allowed to be raised, so he's just pure animal rage is what they were trying to get uh, at. Ah, okay. So he's got no no humanity in him at all. He's just a machine, you know, with yeah. flesh. Yeah. Um, all in why, 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 like why did yeah, But why did he have to look like Wolverine? Well, because he was a direct clone, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't have to look like him. I don't know. It just, it just made it very convenient, you know, to be like, you know, and here's, you know, here's your clone. Oh, he looks just like you, only younger. It is yeah. like, huh. All right. Although, you know, this brings up an interesting question, though, because now they have this younger Wolverine uh, scanned into the computers, because obviously they did it with, you know, CGI and stuff. Um, now that they have him scanned in there, can't they just use him? Like in every movie? Well, like, can't he just show up in Deadpool? Can't he just show I up? And, I mean, because now they have him. Well, I, suppose, I mean, in, like, in the credits, Hugh Jackman was listed as playing both Logan and X-24, so I'm assuming some of it was, I mean, he was playing both roles, but they just did some maybe, you know, digital de-aging. Yeah. But I mean, they definitely, de- they definitely de-aged him. I mean, he looked yeah. like he looked like he did like in the first movie. Yeah, like he looked young, young. Right. Um, he looked, you know, fourteen years younger. <laughs> um, which he was twelve years older. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so his so his, his healing ability has slowed down. Um, yep. And then he gets in a huge fight. With himself, and yeah. uh, he gets you know ripped up pretty good. Then his young self throws him on top of a tree branch that goes yeah. through his chest, so he gets you know harpooned on this tree. Yeah, and that's how he died. That's it. They, and like he couldn't he couldn't heal fast enough from the tree branch that went through yeah. his chest. And, he and doesn't he still have adamantium in his ribcage? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, how did? I guess I didn't. I'd have to look at it again. But how did the wood go through his ribcage to hit any like seriously vital organs? Even I was it I was confused by that. Even I mean, you know, it, he heals. It's easy to bleed out. I I know this. I mean, it's it doesn't take much to to bleed out from a wound in reality. Yeah. 
Sure. Um, you know, somebody who fractures a pelvis or something, they, they can bleed out through their leg without even, without anybody hardly even noticing unless you're, you know, you're paying a lot of attention to it. So normal people can die pretty easily from injuries like this. But Wolverine, oh, for sure, as we know, is a superhero in a superhero movie that has an accelerated healing factor. And even if that healing factor yeah. went away, I mean, he still has the adamantium skeleton, which protects most of his vital organs. And his um, cells are still regenerating. They're still right. moving. They're still, it's still happening. It's just doing it slower. So right. really, at the end of the movie, we should have just seen, like, the rocks move away and he climb out. Because, I mean, he's going to heal back up. <laughs> yeah, just, it like, just would have taken longer. Regenerate. Yeah, it's going to take longer. So he's going to yeah. be like, thanks, kid, I mean, you know, for burying me in the ground. I wasn't dead. You know, it's like I, I, was just, <laughs> I was just dormant while I was waiting for that. Now I got rocks on top of me. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm still alive. Yeah, get yeah. me out. And stop playing uh, Johnny Cash music and let's get me out of here. <laughs> 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 I want out. The adamantium bullet idea, which they had brought mm. up earlier in the film, talking about that's how oh. he had planned on killing himself was with the adamantium so bullet, which would have been fine if that was the first time we had seen an adamantium bullet. And exactly. I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. You know, that, that works for this movie. But they're trying to connect it, at least in some way, to the previous films. They can't, they can't just ignore yeah. them, although they, they're trying to. And he gets shot in the back of the head with an adamantium bullet in the first Wolverine movie. Yeah, Wolverine, and it doesn't kill uh, him. Origins. Yeah, yeah, it, do, it doesn't kill him. It just scrambles his memory. So his, when his brain regrows back, he can't remember what happened. Yeah, that's how they. So, that's how they just conveniently made him forget that he was part of uh, Weapon X. Right. So okay, so maybe the bullet would kill old Wolverine, possibly because of his slowed healing factor, maybe. Sure. But what about X-24? He's, he's brand new off the assembly line. Yeah, so he heal? If he gets shot in the head, doesn't he just lose his memory? That's, that, ah, that frustrated me. And he got and shot got earlier in the movie, and then he healed right up. It was like, yeah. it, just, it just popped right back up, because his healing well, ability was actually top-notch. And, the, and then they, they introduced... This just bugged me as a as a plot device because as soon as I saw it, I knew what was going to happen. Oh, they they squirt a bunch of green goo on him. Or, oh yeah, you know they they shoot a they shoot him up, up with some green goo drug that it's it's a magic healing factor or you know it, it enhances his mutant ability or something. And as soon as they show that, I was like, ah, oh, they're going to use that on Wolverine. He's going to get some. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, be able to fight better. It's just, it's a it's stupid, lazy writing device. It's like it's the, the magic, magic, yep. magic item. And it's yeah, like, oh, ah. Yeah. You, you really had to go there in this movie that was trying to break the yeah. the Because the tone first, the first the, yeah, I mean, the first two acts are great. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, they're really, like, well set up. And, and uh I mean, the the opening is really cool with him as a, a bad Uber driver. <laughs> um, but cause he's like, you know, in between fares and he, they try to carjack him. Actually, yeah. try to take his wheels. But um, that was a good, uh, 
good setup. I mean, it, it showed the tone of the movie. It showed how violent they were going to get, you know, uh, how much swearing and all that. And it just it, it laid the groundwork right away, and I thought that was a, a, a good beginning to the whole yeah, it thing. Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Um, and then uh, and then to see like what he's like using the money for, like what he's you know what he's trying to do, and, and that he's been keeping uh, Professor X and this uh, Xavier and this. Uh, silo, you know, kind of away from everybody, keeping him all drugged up so that way he doesn't remember uh, his past. Yeah, um, that was a cool. That was a cool thing. Um, uh, Stephen Merchant as uh, uh, Caliban. Cal- mm-hmm. Is it Caliban? <clears throat> no. Yeah, yeah, Caliban. Um, he and him, like having him help him, and and uh, you know keep him away from everybody because as we find out, I mean, professor X is, is very, very dangerous. Um, right. And degenerative brain disease. And so basically he's like, he's, he's got like dementia. So imagine like a super, you know, powered, you know, mutant who has dementia. He could like easily lose control and, and that's what he's done. He's, he's lost control, and when he does lose control, he can wipe out multiple, you know, cities of people. Like he can just—I mean, he can just like kill everybody, you know, by making yeah. their their brains uh, explode. Um, yeah. So he's doing it to you know to make sure that you know nothing happens that way. But also, uh, so Professor X does not remember what he did, which is. Uh, Again, alluded to, didn't get the whole story, but that he had killed all of the X-Men. He had killed all the X-Men friends. Uh, oh, is that, is that what you got out of it? I, I just thought it was yeah. just some, sort of, some sort of incident similar to what happened at the hotel where no, uh, he, uh, there was like, said, you know, people freaking was, out. No, he said when he was in the bed, when right before uh, young Wolverine showed up, um, he was talking. And he said, uh, I remember now. Um, oh, so he killed all the rest of the X-Men. Yeah, he killed all the X-Men. See, I didn't catch and that. That's what, and that's what he was trying to get him to like not remember. Because he knew how devastating uh, that would be. Yeah. And then that's when... He, I think he was talking to the young Wolverine, not knowing that it was oh, the young yeah. one. Yeah. And then, then he just stabs him. Um. But, uh, no, I mean, there were so many good things with it, like, kind of going forward. Um, that when it got to that third act, you know, the whole thing with, like, all of a sudden X-23 knew how to drive a car. Why didn't she drive a car yeah. earlier? She didn't even need Logan. <laughs> she right. could have just stolen a car, and her and the nurse could have taken off to their comic book uh, destination. Whatever, yeah. um, which which was never even made clear what that was. Was that where they were trying to get to that treehouse place? Was that Eden? Because it well, sounds like what they're I, that's leaving what I thought, to go somewhere were, else. Yeah, they were they were planning on going across the border or whatever. So it, was that Eden? Because that didn't look right. like Eden. That just looked like a no. an old ranger station or something. Um, yeah, just conveniently on top of rocks. Um, yeah, but it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that either. Um, and was the comic book written as a as a point to guide them there? Was okay, the, that's was there somebody that's on the inside at yeah. Marvel Comics. That's, 
that was really a weird choice to include X-Men comic book in there and then to have him actually like meta like comment on it like well that happened oh, yeah. but but it didn't happen the way you thought you know well we have an X-Men fan here it's like yeah and he's huh? like grow up stop reading this garbage or something like that and I'm like yeah oh, you're talking to your audience right you're talking to people who actually <laughs> read these comic books thank you <laughs> but you know but it was <laughs> But, I mean, it, was, I mean, that was, it, it goes back to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and I, I don't think we've actually really talked about these before, and I, I'm not going to go too far of a tangent, but everybody thinks the Christopher Nolan trilogy of Batman movies is so deep and dark and serious, and that, that they're somehow better than normal comic book fans because they just like the Christopher Nolan movies. But the yeah. Christopher Nolan movies are full of all the exact same stupid comic book tropes that every comic book movie uses. They're not any better. Stop being pretentious. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yes. That's what I felt like this Stop movie it. was trying to be. It's like, like, oh, you know, we're based oh, on no, a comic oh, book oh, movie. We're, we're based on a comic, but we're, we're so much better than that. Yeah, like, no, you're not. You're, you're falling into the same traps. So shut your face. And then, and then they, wow, you're mad. Um, I am mad. Uh, but then, um, there's something that I, that I noticed that we haven't mentioned. One of the kids had a Wolverine action figure. Oh yeah, at the grave. Yeah, and I'm like, well, why is he an Uber driver when he should be getting like merchandising? <laughs> yeah, royal money or yeah. I mean, it's like he's got the comic books, he's got toys. I mean, it's like. What exactly is going on here? I'm getting super confused. So, yeah. so Wolverine is a superhero in the world where people don't like superheroes. You know, they don't like mutants. They don't like they don't like them. Um, but somehow they were able to get a deal where they could have comic books made about them, and kids play with their toys. But yeah, but I mean, what, what did you think? What is happening? Wouldn't you think it the second so is that Logan pops his claws at those rednecks, that at least one of them would be like, hey, you're Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I used to read your comics when I was a kid. I didn't yeah. know you were hey. real. I thought you were yeah. like Bigfoot. I thought it was a mist. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, you're really him. Wow, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's just... I had to just I couldn't understand what what they were going for. So you know what I just went through? I just I just went with you know what this is a, a possible future of what could happen. And this is one thing that could happen. And unfortunately it's a crappy thing that happens. Like it's, like it's not the best thing that I yeah. would have picked to have happen uh, to everybody. Um Boy, people love this movie. I mean, you know, as much as yeah. you know, we're kind of bashing on it a little bit, people are really, really liking this movie. And that, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's cool. I mean, like I said, there's an audience for everything, you know, whether it be a kid superhero movie, an adult superhero movie, whatever. Um, I just, as, as you and I, you know, have talked about, it, it's just the third act uh, just seemed a little off. And it, it got into some things that uh, I didn't really understand. Um, I think a lot of people just kind of went with it and, and you know said shut up people like Stephen Doug, 
where they can enjoy, <laughs> they can enjoy the, the end of the journey for one of our favorite characters, and we don't really care how he died, yeah. uh, even though it was because of wood. <laughs> um, well, and it was. It, it, I, I, you had uh, you had talked about this before, but I didn't even feel any emotion. You know, a character that I that zero. I enjoyed yeah. for whatever is this the seventh, the eighth movie that Wolverine has that you know been a featured player in, and it was like, oh, okay, well, I think he's dead, so maybe it's kind of sad. I, yeah, I I, I think uh, it could have been handled better, and it could have been. It, I think it should be. It didn't move me like I think they were intending it to. Personally, it seemed it seemed forced. Like yeah. I, I would have been, I would have been perfectly okay with him not dying at the end and just having him like limp off into the night and be gone, you know, and just be. Yeah. Like, and actually, they even used uh, dialogue uh, from Shane, which that's what happens to Shane at the end. He just kind of oh, you know, yeah. goes off, yeah, you know, goes off into the night and he's done. Um, yeah. and that's, and that would be more fitting than to kind of have this forced emotional thing of like, have, have Wolverine sitting there and go, oh, this is how it feels. And it's like, how does what feel? Oh, you mean dying? Yeah. You've died like a gazillion times. Like seriously, yeah. you have died so many times. You know what it's like to die. But you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like, you can feel like you're dying without dying. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of a dumb line. Like, I was just like, really? This is the first time? Okay, whatever. And I didn't, um, I, mean, I didn't even feel like he sacrificed anything. Like, if, if he had sacrificed his life to save the kids... That might have been one thing, but I, I never really felt the kids were in danger, and I'm going to get into this now, because they had just set up saying that all these kids were made to be weapons, and we've yeah, seen how, how X-23 can tear through dozens of guys without any effort, and she's yeah. got a faster healing uh, factor. She's, she's Wolverine, yeah. and so... A little Wolverine. And all these other kids, as we, we eventually see... They've got, you know, murdering powers, too. So yeah. when they all start running away from the guards or, you know, the, the Reavers, which I actually thought I love that the Reavers were in this. I love them from the comics. When, yeah, cool. um, when uh, they start running away, I'm like, wait a minute. They, they just told us that these kids were made to be weapons. I mean, yeah, I get that they're kids, yeah. but they were kids raised in a lab. And we've yeah. seen footage of them killing people when threatened. So, yeah, so why don't they just turn around? Yeah. Yeah. Well, their first instinct is to run. I, I was just like, no, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, why is there, and why is X-23 running? Because she's killed thousands of these guys on her own. I just. Yeah, she could wipe uh, them all out. They, I know. That, that, yeah. That's what, it, it, in the theater, I start going, wait a minute, what's, this is happening just because they wrote it to happen. Not because yeah. it's what would happen organically for the story, and that's and then when they and then and then when they and then they yeah. give magic they give the magic power juice to Wolverine, and I was like, oh, okay, you've given and up. His hair, point. I know, I know, and then his hair color changed. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they gave him the magic juice to to you know give him like you know his uh, extra super 
spinach or whatever to give him his extra little boost. Yeah. And then his hair color changed. Like, it got less gray. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, so, it made him younger for a little bit? Like, like why? <laughs> like, why would it make him younger? Like, it's just, it's a yeah. healing ability. It doesn't turn him into a teenager. Like, it's not yeah. like, I don't get it. I don't know. And I just, I just don't really, think they thought it through. In your theater, did the sound mix get off at that point? Like, I felt like the sound editing took a dive at that point. And, like, the dialogue, was, the dialogue was too loud and the special effects were off. And maybe it was just my theater where, like, I don't know, the mix got weird. But I was like, wow, the sound editing just got really terrible. Like, I, I, maybe no, it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, it didn't happen at mine. I mean, not that I remember. Yeah. Um, it was very loud at the end there. There was a lot of grunting and... And like yeah, you know, yeah, that's a growl, a lot of lot of that. Yeah, uh, maybe the uh, heavy maybe a speaker went out or something in my in my theater during that part or something because it just yeah. it was it was distracting how bad the sound was at, at that point. But maybe again, like that was a theater experience, not a uh, an actual sound editing experience. I don't know. Well, I think and the other the other thing that kind of was bad for this movie that I thought um, was that they had this awesome Deadpool 2 uh, teaser at the beginning, almost like a short film, Yeah, right at the beginning, that was amazing. It was, I mean, not amazing, but it was super entertaining, and it was fun, and, and it was everything that Deadpool was, and, and it was a great yeah. little thing. Um, so that when that was over, it was kind of a letdown to go into this, like, totally depressing, like, no superhero world where everybody's dead and everybody's killed everybody and nobody's alive anymore and it's dirty and it's dusty and it's, you know, it's like, and Wolverine yeah. looks like he's been on a bender and he's not happy and he's picking up <laughs> bachelor parties and he's not, you know, he's not having a good time anymore. You know, it's just like to go from that really fun, entertaining short into that world, I was like, well, this is a bummer. <laughs> why would you show me, why would you show me this fun little thing and then go right into, you know, this, you know? If that would have been before, like, another, like, superhero movie, like a, you know, quote-unquote superhero movie that's, like, more light and fun, um, although there's very few of those <laughs> around anymore. Um, yeah. But if it had, you know, then it would have been fine. Um but it was like to go from that to that was like a big uh, transition for me that uh, I think Logan suffered because of it. Um, but people still loved it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think. Uh, people yeah. love this movie, so that's great. You know, go out, support it, <laughs> see it a hundred times. I won't be one of them. I, I don't think I'll even purchase this one. Um, I think I've got to spot all the other ones. Um, but, I think I'll uh, buy it. I, I think it was my favorite of the the Fox X Men movies, and I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge like fan them. of them. I think I, I mean, like I think the last good, one, but uh, I, think, I think I like that. I think I like that last and, one where he went to Japan, and that was another like that movie one, where it felt different up until the third act, when all of a sudden they throw in you know a cyborg ninja and yeah, but you know, in and, that in that one the stakes were higher because he had his healing ability taken away. Yeah. So that was a difference. Like, he could die. Like, he could have died in that movie. 
Like somebody yeah. could have like bled him out. They could have like, you know, stabbed him a bunch of times and he would have died because he had no healing ability whatsoever. Um, so that I, I could have bought that he could die from a tree branch. Um, but this one, that wasn't the case. Anyway. Yeah. We liked it. We, we didn't like it. That's how, that's what it comes down to. We, we enjoyed it and we yeah. didn't like it. I loved the road trip. That was my favorite part. I could have. I mean, if it was just that road trip you know, <laughs> between you know the three generations, and there there were, it's probably a short part of the movie now that I think about it. But well, there, you know, the three more. generations interacting with each other, and you know, it just it. I felt I was really connected to the movie at that point, and I, I also I love Stephen Merchant. Yeah, exactly. I wish we would have more of him. Yeah. I, I think he's fantastic. I mean, I think he's funny. And he didn't really get to be funny in this movie, which I thought uh, was a little a bit of a shame. Of, he had a, yeah, he had a couple of lines, and that was, that was about it. I mean, like, we yeah. got a couple of laugh lines. Um, but, I, I, uh, I think, I think the, the tone of the movie also was so brutal. The violence was so jarring that it needed a little more comic relief, which... I found myself laughing at like the brutality of X twenty three because that was all you had to laugh about. They yeah, they kept you so tense throughout the entire f- that there needed to be an outlet of of levity at points. You know, okay, it, you know it's okay to laugh right now to break that tension. Yeah, I mean a good a good horror movie will do that. You know, there's there's times of intense intensity and then they break it up with a joke and that's you know that. That's just some screenwriting 101 that needs to happen, and I, I don't feel like it really happened in this movie. Maybe you caught something that I didn't, but I just felt like it was just so so tense and gritty the entire time, which is yeah. great, but you, you, you need a structure, some break points in there. Maybe that's why I liked the, uh, the road trip, because that was actually, that was a nice break in structure where... You know, you're kind of worried what's going on. Are they being followed? But at the same time, you had a little bit of a... It had a, it had a, a, def, it had a different, uh, like, 70s kind of feel to it. It was, like, very much a 70s kind of movie. Complete with the yeah. bleak ending, which... You know, a little more nihilistic and... Yeah, every, yeah. Every, every movie made in the 70s ended with the main character, you know, dying. Like, <laughs> like you could just go down the list, Midnight Cowboy... Easy Rider, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Um, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, just like every you know major movie that was popular at that time, they all ended with the main character, um, Butch Cassidy, in the last yeah, in the last minute. Every every one of those movies, they uh, they all die. Um, but yeah, there we go. We I think, I think we said as much as we can say about uh, <laughs> about Logan. Um, <laughs> We have a few minutes left here, so we'll just kind of touch on a few things. Um, they released some pictures for Thor Ragnarok, which yeah. uh, is the next, you know, the next Thor movie coming out in November. I've been super excited about this movie because of my my best buddy uh, Taiki Watiti, uh, who is like. I love him so much. What we do in the shadows, love that movie. Can't say enough things about that movie. Uh, I just saw that came out on. That's on Prime, which I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it now because I'm cheap. Oh, it's on Amazon. It's, it's on Amazon. It's on. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Now I'll watch yeah, it because it's free. 
Oh, it's so great. So great. And, uh, um, he's doing the next door. So I, I, I can't be more excited. I, I think from the pictures, you can see them online. They're all over the place. Um, yeah. it looks like so I was surprised fun. how colorful it is. I mean, it looks seeing some of the characters in the background, like the, the guys behind Loki, they look like something that Jack Kirby would have drawn. Like it, it just, the, the costumes and everything. I was like, wow, they're really going for it. Yeah. The tone looks really fun. I, I, I can't wait. I think that's going to be a super fun movie. Uh, I'm very excited about Kong Skull Island. That's coming out. Actually, it comes out today, officially. Oh, yeah. It comes out tonight, uh, Thursday. But uh, it's, it's gotten good reviews, too. It really has. And uh, who would have thought? Uh, but uh, the director was on uh, Doug Loves Movies, another one of our favorite podcasts. And he yeah. was talking about how uh, what you've seen in the trailers is not the movie. He's like, don't go to the movie thinking that, you know, I know exactly what's going on and this is the way the movie's going to go. He's like, this movie is nuts. He goes, it is crazy. <laughs> he goes, you won't believe the stuff that's in this movie. So I'm really excited to see it. It, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And uh, he said John C. Riley is by far the the hero of the movie. Like, as far as, like, the, you know, most valuable player. Like, he, like, you're going to walk away from there going... John C. Riley is the best. And I've already thought <laughs> that anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited uh, to see that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, Walking Dead uh, this last week. Spoiler yeah. alert. Watch The Walking Dead before you listen to this because we're going to spoil this too. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs> spoil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, in this last episode, um, we all talked about how much I hate the junkyard people. Like, I yeah. hate them so much. Um, they come back. We get them again because, yeah. miraculously, Rick and Michonne find an amusement park filled with <laughs> army men <laughs> who are zombies now, but they all have weapons. So they all have machine yeah. guns. And at one point, a zombie accidentally gets his machine gun caught, like, on a, you know, pole or something. Rebar. Like, yeah, yeah like or rebar. something. And it starts shooting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? This show is so dumb. What happened? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, there's an amusement park of military people, and they've got all the guns they need. Oh, 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 and the best thing, the best thing is, uh, out of nowhere, um, uh, Rick sees a deer and he gets distracted and he, uh, falls off a Ferris wheel. And then, (laughs) well, (laughs) the funny thing about that is when he starts climbing up the Ferris wheel, I said to uh, Christine, I go, I wouldn't climb on one of those before a zombie apocalypse. No. Those things are just going to fall apart anyway, and then it fell apart. Yeah, yeah they've been rusted nothing. Those things are dangerous all the time. So he falls off the Ferris wheel like a big dummy, and then he gets cornered by the zombies, and they all converge on him, and we get this shot of, like, Michonne going, oh, no, as he gets, like, attacked by all these zombies, right? And then you see yeah. blood and everything, and you're like, oh, no, Rick just got eaten by zombies. 
And if you think that, then you haven't watched the show ever. <laughs> because it's the dumbest fake in the world. Because out, out of nowhere, Rick jumps out of a box. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, poof, here I am. I didn't actually die. And it's like, really? You didn't actually die? Oh, gosh. I thought for sure that was how they were going to kill you, was this. <laughs> this one-off episode in an amusement park with, you know, army zombies. And that's that's how they're going to kill you. It was just the dumbest <laughs> fake-out. Like, why even bother with that? Like, that was just a yeah. dumb waste of time. It was just so stupid. And then they had dialogue between each other where he's like... You know, if I don't make it, you know, you're going to have to go on, you know, whatever. But giving us this kind of fake out of like, oh, are you saying that maybe Rick might die? And maybe he might. But it, to me, it just feels like they're trying to like, well, stay on your toes because you know, we just might kill Rick, you know. And at this point, yeah. you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because, you know, if that's going to shake things up a little bit, then yeah, go ahead. Kill him. I mean, I just... I'm getting kind of annoyed with this whole thing. And then and then he brings the guns to the junkyard people. And they're just yeah. as annoying as always. Just as and confusing like, dialogue because they don't speak in actual oh, sentences. Oh my god, yeah. it's so terrible. And then and then uh it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough guns. They had to get more guns. Um I read somebody's thing about that. And this is something I didn't think of is that the junkyard people are actually working for Negan and they're just trying to get all the guns. And I'm like, oh, that would be really, really crappy. Like, <laughs> they get all the guns <laughs> and then it's all for Negan. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that would really screw things up, wouldn't it? Um, and and maybe that's what I'm Well, because then they went out of guns. They wouldn't have any guns then. Yeah. He'd have all the right. guns. I don't know. It, 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 it made me mad again. Made me mad again because it was just so dumb. <laughs> they just, just they need to get they need to get on to the war. They need to stop doing these filler episodes. I know The Walking Dead always does these filler episodes, but it's like we need to just we need to move on. Yeah, totally. I hope yeah, they I, mean, I hope they show I hope they resolve something and they don't leave it on a cliffhanger, which I'm sure they will. I mean, they they always have to leave something on a cliffhanger, but. I'm hoping that the, we're not going to have to wait until next season to actually see this happen. Because I think I mean, there's like I think there's like four episodes left. I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna wrap it up. Um, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that they wrap it up and then they do the thing in the comics where they jump forward. Yeah, um, like, two, like two years. <laughs> so then that way, yeah. when the season starts next year. It's already ahead. A couple of years. Yep. I hope that's what they do. But they won't because they don't like us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, what else What else did I watch? Oh, I started watching Legion. I have to say oh, yeah. Legion is a very good show. I really enjoy oh, it. I'll have to start watching that. It's very cool. It's a very cool X-Men show. And... Uh, Music is great. Uh, the tone is great. Um, it's uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's kind of like a like a Wes Anderson movie. Like, like the music is very like quirky and strange and and 
but it's it's a fun, it's a fun show. It's very uh, it dives deep. Like there's a lot going on. You got to pay attention. Um, but it's uh, uh, Dan Stevens good. He's very good. Yeah, everybody is. Everybody's really good. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is in it, and uh, um, do they uh, do they make mention that he's Xavier's son? They have not, and I don't know if they're going to. I don't know if that's going to be what it is in the comic, you know, but um, just watch the first episode, and I guarantee you, you'll be hooked. Like, there's some really, really cool stuff in the first episode that I was like, this is really, really different and cool, and I really dig this. Um, So I I was on board after that. So check that out. So you're going to watch Legion, the first episode. You're going to watch What We Do in the Shadows. Um, We're both going to see Kong this weekend. (laughs) Um, That's about it. Um, Nobody else died. What's that? Nobody else died. We didn't get a third person. Oh, yeah. Death. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what happened. Prove it wrong. Maybe somebody snuck in there before that we just didn't recognize. Maybe somebody <laughs> died. Maybe a lesser known person died, and we just didn't even realize it. So technically, it was three with Wapner and Paxton and whoever this other person was. I don't know, but I haven't heard anything. And now this just in: <laughs> somebody <laughs> just passed away moments ago. <laughs> Um, I've been seeing uh, reviews of the first six episodes of Iron Fist. Have you seen those? Yeah, I have. They've it been worry, not, not positive. No, yeah, and, I, and I, saw, I saw that too. Um, but who are these people that are reviewing this? That's my, that's my question. Like, well, some are, these, like, uh, are these blogs? Are these like official, like... Uh, some of them were publications. Yeah, and and one of them that I read felt the way I felt about the the other shows too. Oh, so I was kind of like, ah, shoot, because that's how I felt about the other ones. So if he doesn't like it, that's not. But you know, how many episodes do you think there are? That's that's maybe the the biggest downfall of. Uh, the Netflix series is because there's so many episodes that they have uh, they have that feeling where they can they, they can take their time, and so sometimes they they're kind of uh, slow to get going. Um, yeah, and if they only saw the first six, um, that's about halfway through, isn't it? Yeah, I would say they yeah. don't usually they don't usually really start picking up until like the third episode. Like, I mean, like, usually there's a lot of stuff in between. And they'll throw in fights and stuff to make it, you know, interesting that way. But they don't usually ramp up until later. Yeah. Um, they focus more on character and stuff. I don't know. I don't really care what they think. Um, I've liked every series, um, some more than others. But, yeah, I'm not worried. I think it's going to be fine. And it's not like we have to pay for it. Right. So, exactly. What's the big I already have Netflix. What do I yeah. have to lose other than twelve hours of my life, <laughs> um, which I'm sure will be time well spent. 
<laughs> away from my family. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. I can't think of anything. I saw a whole bunch of trailers before Logan, and I can't remember a single one. I don't remember any of them. I know Fast and the Furious had a trailer. That oh, was yeah. Ridiculous. No. I don't oh, know yeah, what was going on in that thing. It's like a superhero like, movie, but they're cars. It's like yeah. it bananas. But I haven't seen one of those movies, so I wouldn't even be able to tell you if it was like the other ones or not. You know, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Um, yeah, we had a bunch of trailers. Shit, I can't. I can't remember the, the first Guardians of the Galaxy trailer they showed, which I thought was odd because yeah. they had just released the second one. I'm like, why are they showing the first one again? But yeah, I thought the same thing. But that was fun to see it on the big screen. And yeah. uh, I think that's a horror movie. No, can't remember. Not a thing. <laughs> Drawing a complete blank. None of those movies made enough of an impression on me to remember even leaving the theater. Yeah, that's a that's a bad sign. Oh, we saw the Alien trailer on the big screen. Oh yeah, yep. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. No. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm not too thrilled. I mean, I, I think it looks okay, but now Ridley Scott has said that he's not ever going to let go of the Alien franchise. That now no, he's going to look back into it. Yet. Yeah. So your your six movies, your alternate Alien Three is look like looks like it's scrapped forever. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So way yeah. to go! Thanks, Ridley. <laughs> Ruining everything. Maybe when he gets to that point, like after the sixth movie or whatever, maybe maybe he'll do it. Like maybe he'll bring in Neil Blomkamp and be like, "Hey, remember that thing you wanted to do? Let's do it together." You know, that's a good idea. Let's uh, let's put that together. <laughs> I hope it's not six movies before Alien. Man, oh. that's a that's a lot to cram in before Alien. I don't. I think. I think this one is gonna be. I think this one's gonna wrap up the loose ends between Prometheus and the original Alien. Yeah. And I think. I, I hope so because I don't really want to know any more about that salvage crew. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not. That's not anything interesting. I. I no. I don't want to. I don't want to see where you know Ripley applies for the job. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to see the interview. I don't want to see the orientation with, you know, Yafik Kodo, you know, all young, you know, <laughs> walking through, like, you know, and this is where we, you know, keep the oxygen tanks. And this is where, <laughs> in the case of an emergency, this is how you can wink, wink, launch something outside right here. <laughs> Are you paying attention, Ripley? You see this button? The big one. You push this one, anything standing in that doorway, whoosh, gets taken right outside. <laughs> so this one, this one button right here. You mean this one? No, not that one. This one. <laughs> Pay attention. It's this one right here. And then that, that girl freaks out when she gets the magazine shoved in her face. You know, she's like, I'm tired. I think I want to go lay down. You know, I just like, you know, <laughs> she's all whiny, just like, in the, anyway, whatever. Um, I'm hoping we don't have that much of a bridge. That's what I'm saying. Um, somebody sent me this great uh, 
Mike, I know he sent it to me, Joe, uh, who has the incredible woodworking uh, business. He sent us oh, a, yeah. uh, a sent us a link of all the uh, uh, discrepancies, uh, plot flaws in Star Wars, and we'll have to talk oh, about really? that time. Yeah, those are really good ones. It was funny though, is when you read them, uh, we've touched on several of them, so we've already we've already covered some of them. Um, I think about the Force Ghost with you know how old you are and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, um, yeah. but uh, that's for another time. Because we're out of time. We have, <laughs> we have hit our we have hit our mark. We spent a lot of time talking about Logan. And next yes, week we we'll talk about uh next week we'll talk about uh Kong. Talk a little bit Kong. about Kong. Yeah, definitely. See what we see what we think about that one. Uh okay, let's wrap it up. It's no, you want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's new music. Yeah, shit up. Yeah, I love the uh, music, and I love the new intro too. Uh, you made that up for uh, for Bill Paxton, which uh, I really appreciated. But I think we're just gonna use it. It's a good one. Um, yeah, it's a good uh, good way to start it out. Yeah, uh, man, we this are rambling. Bad. We are rambling more. You you've actually got me ranting t- this time, which is a rarity, and rambling. So, well, wow. rambling is all, that's all the time. This is the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Steve. Um, You can find us at 10 Minutes from Hell uh, on anywhere, uh, most of the social media places, uh, 10mfh.com if you want to read stuff or listen to the podcast. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, which I don't really do anything on Twitter, or on Facebook at WugmanMax. That's the name I used to write on the site. And Steve is Dennis the Office Cobra. Watch yep. his uh, YouTube series. It's funny. And that's about it. We'll see you next week. See ya.